As pharmacists, we're trained to look for what's wrong. In the pharmacy, that's great, but use that focus 24-7 in all areas of your life and it can wreak havoc on the quality of your life and those around you. In this episode, I'm gonna share a simple way to script work-life integration and thrive as a pharmacist as it pertains to our ability of finding problems, but not taking it too far. This is the unspoken truth behind the life of a pharmacist. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. Whether it's catching a serious drug interaction, identifying unnecessary medications, or finding a cost savings opportunity for a cheaper alternative on a script, there's endless ways that we as pharmacists provide tremendous value to both our patients, colleagues, and the healthcare system. However, you may have noticed, either from a fellow pharmacist you know, or perhaps a pharmacist friend you know really well, like you perhaps, that always is looking for problems and can in and of itself create a problem with those you interact with because it's out of context. Or you only are focusing on what's wrong all the time or what could go wrong and you don't give any light or acknowledgement to what's going right. Just imagine hanging out with someone like that negative all the time, never says anything right. You say something like, oh, what a beautiful sunny day. And they're like, but it's not hot. You know what I'm talking about? That's what I mean. I'm not condemning this essential skill we have and need as pharmacists to find and prevent problems that are coming up. But what I am offering is a statement that will either be learned up front before you get out there or from some not so flattering feedback the people who are still around you have to offer. The devil's in the dose and in the context. Listen, I'm gonna use a non-pharmacy example to paint this picture real quick for you, okay? If you're an opera singer, I'm not, far from it, but let's just imagine that you're an opera singer and your voice is just majestic you have a skill that's cherished and admired by your audience on the stage, in the context of the stage. Now, if you took that same skill you have that's really great, people pay to hear and experience, but if you take that same skill with the same intensity of singing at the top of your lungs and you didn't apply the appropriate context, You'd be rolling into Starbucks, and when asked for your order, you'd, uh, you'd pop out a venti macchiato or something like that. I told y'all I couldn't do opera, but you get the image. You're in a confined space. People may not be into opera, and it's likely too early in the morning to be hearing that. That is what I'm talking about. Now, I'm not saying suppress who you are or what you're good at or be a people pleaser. What I am saying is that I encourage you to have an awareness of the gift that you have 
as a pharmacist. The whole key to this episode and the lesson that I really want to share with y'all is simple. Pharmacy life is not black and white. It's not all or nothing. Do this all the time or don't do it at all. That is literally a mindset described in psychology as, you guessed it, all or nothing or black and white thinking. The antidote for over applying our skill to seek and find the problem that you can use is super simple. Look for what's right in your situation. Now, I know that sounds simple and you might roll your eyes at me, but don't discount it just yet because how you do this matters. Now, when I say look for what's right, I'm not telling you to close your eyes because, Adam, that's the only way things are right in the pharmacy is if you close your eyes, that's the only way I can see it. Or that you imagine unicorns and rainbows. I'm not into that. I'm saying to use your position as a pharmacist to not only identify what's wrong in your line of work as it pertains to your prescriptions, I'm encouraging you to also identify what is right in your line of work as it pertains to those you work with that enable you and support you to do the work that you do. Your colleagues! A simple dose of appreciation can totally transform your pharmacy dynamic, your colleague relationships, and just the sense of doing something for someone else simply to make them smile. Now you might be saying like, oh Adam, I'm a pharmacist. I'm not here to make people smile. That's crazy. Let me ask you a question. Isn't that really what we do anyway? So regardless of your specific niche or where you are in your pharmacy career, our goals, I know they're specific and they vary, but our goals can be aligned and condensed, let's say distilled, to one simple outcome. Improve the health of those we serve. That's it. But think about this. If someone's healthy, or you have a patient who makes progress toward a healthier state, would that not give them a reason to smile? So I guess it's safe to say what I'm encouraging you to do here in this context is something you're already committed to doing in your work as a pharmacist anyway. And this is super simple. So if you can amplify your impact as a pharmacist to increase your rapport with those you work with and those you serve, wouldn't you go for that? Especially if it costs nothing or next to nothing and it didn't add any extra time, but it just took the time you had in your pharmacy setting and you maximized it because you were intentional with what you're gonna do. And that's what I'm gonna share with you in this episode. So what I wanna share are some simple ways that you can make this happen. These are tried and true. They bring the smiles, but they're not all encompassing. I just wanna get you started and get your wheels turning. So the first thing you can do is celebrate birthdays, whether that's a cake, a card, or something that you can implement to make every member of the team feel special and acknowledged. That can be tasty for everyone, by the way. The second thing is intentional gratitude. So you might have noticed I put some 
intentional emphasis on the word intentional? Well, it's because I have an intent reason for using the word intentional. Don't just say thanks or thank you or good job to a colleague. Give them a specific reason why. This makes it personal and makes all the difference just with a few extra words. I'm not saying don't say thanks or thank you, but when you do, make sure it's about something specific. It'll make the person receiving that compliment or that acknowledgement realize and hear that, oh, he or she really means this because it's specific to what I did. There's evidence to back it up. It really makes a difference. So the next time you want to say thank you or show some gratitude, make sure it's specific. Third thing is layered gratitude. So we just said, say thanks to your colleague. This adds another layer. Don't just stop with telling your colleague thank you. Take it to the next level. I'm gonna ask you a question. So you have staff and you pro all, all you listen and all you tune in, you work in different pharmacy settings. So it might, the specific might differ, but have you ever had a colleague's family member or significant other come into the pharmacy either to say hi, drop something off or something like that? Well, when you saw that, what did you do? Because right there, that's a tremendous opportunity to tell their family member what an outstanding employee and asset their family member is to your team. Be specific as to why, again, that matters so much because it makes it real. It makes it personal. And really, you gotta mean what you say. You can't just grab random compliments out the sky. You have to mean it. Because when you do, it'll mean more than you know. Now, those are just three simple examples that I use and I really encourage you to use, but this list is far from exhaustive because there are endless ways to integrate finding what's right in a career where you are rewarded for finding what's wrong. Both, that is what's right and what's wrong, are always available in any environment or interaction. Choose to give light to what's right and watch how your quality of life goes from dim to bright. Once you start seeking ways to acknowledge the good things and those that contribute, you'll likely wanna keep that going and more than likely, you'll start doing that in other areas of your life outside of the pharmacy too. I'd love to hear what you do in your pharmacy to recognize and celebrate your colleagues. Comment below what you have created as a habit of encouragement in your pharmacy. We're always looking for new ways to improve. Your comment could help us do just that because it does matter and each needs the help of the other. Once you realize that we have the authority as pharmacists to spread kindness like this, it can really transform how you pharmacy altogether. The change that you wish to see in pharmacy isn't outside of you. It's not something that might or could or might not happen. It can and will, but you have to recognize and accept it all starts with you. So go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential.
Be a beacon of light wherever you practice. People need what you have to offer. God bless. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory.